4: Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Welcome to the program. If you're interested in the Bible, if you're interested in theology, if you're interested in apologetics, then this is the show for you, where you can deal with my challenges and call with questions of your very own. And I'll do my level best to answer your questions. Uh, however, nobody knows it all. I might have to get back with you later. But I do the best job I can. But your job is to call with questions you have about the Word of God. That number is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss here on the Bible Talk program. And still taking you... Uh, on a trip through apologetics, but of course, our study in apologetics is uh, also involving other lessons. Uh, For instance, a number of things we'll be talking about, uh, including the difference between true prophecy and false prophecy, and the apostolic office. That's right, the apostolic office. What is the big question? The big question is this. Are apostles for today? Are apostles for today? Now, I want to tell you something. I don't to leave it up for grabs at all. Okay? I do not believe that there's apostles today that are on the same level as the apostles in the New Testament. I don't. Now, am I saying that someone who claims to be an apostle is sinning? I wouldn't go that far. Uh, does it mean that they're a heretic? I wouldn't go that far either. All I'm saying is, regardless of what you, you can call yourself, a number of things, but the Bible seems clear that the uh, apostles, there are no modern-day apostles. Okay? If we look at what an apostle is supposed to be in comparison to the Bible. Now, don't go to your church if you're under an apostle and tell them that they're a heretic and all of that. No, leave that leave that up to God. All I'm saying is this, even if they call themselves an apostle, there is not a single apostle today or so-called apostle today who can stand in the same feet or Footprints, let us say, as the apostles in the New Testament. That's what I attempt to approve tonight. No hard feelings, meant I'm just being biblical. Number to call? Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. If you have questions that you would like to call in, legitimate questions having to do with the Bible, the phone line is always welcome for you Area Code eight six six Four, two, three, nine, five, seven, eight. Okay? Are apostles for today? Uh, I don't think so. In fact, I'm going to give you 14 facts that show that there are no uh, apostles today as there were back in New Testament times. Uh, in fact, 14 facts that destroy the teachings of the restoration movement. The group that says we must restore, restore apostles to the church like they had in the. Um, new testament i don't think the bible is saying that at all once we see what the apostles could do back then compared to what we can do here today in ministry uh, i think we'd have to assert that Uh, and understand uh, a pastor is quite different from an apostle oh yeah in fact apostles were the ones in the new testament who appointed pastors Yes, they did. They appointed them. Where well, do we get that? So definitely, apostles would have authority over pastors, and that's what the Restoration Movement, uh, that, where all of this comes from, was starting to say, The apostles have the authority. They have the authority over the church. No, no, no. The apostles that were in the New Testament exercise that authority. That authority is no longer with us. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, uh, Tiffany is the one handling the lines today, not Marcus. It's Tiffany, so if you hear a nice, feminine voice, it's her. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. So let me get to these questions for you. If you have questions about my statements here, uh, then you can easily call in. Uh, let me uh, begin by taking point one, point one, Our Apostles for Today, 14 facts that destroy the Restoration Movement. First of all, Jesus Christ himself selected the apostles. Did you hear me? Jesus Christ himself selected the apostles. He is the one who made that selection. Okay? They weren't appointed by the church or anything of that nature. They were selected by Jesus Christ himself. And not everyone was an apostle. Turn to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. And while you turn, I'm turning too. I didn't look this up first so that you and I could be uh, on the same footing. Here in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, it says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. First he called disciples. Now, understand, disciples, not all disciples were apostles. That's what some folks don't understand. They see a disciples and they automatically think of 12 disciples. Okay? Now, there were 12 disciples who were apostles, but there were disciples who were just disciples. Okay? They followed Jesus Christ, but they were not disciples, okay? uh, which is the kind of shoes we stand in today. Verse 13, Luke chapter 6, verse 13, and when, and when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And of them he chose, look at this now, look at this. And of them he chose 12, whom he also, he named apostles. So of the disciples that Jesus had, a whole lot of disciples. In one case, we could go up to 70 or more. There are disciples that Jesus had. But these disciples did not become apostles, okay? They did not, okay? In fact, it tells us again, of from the 70 he chose, as it says in verse 13, Luke chapter 6, verse 13. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. These were the ones who walked with him on a regular basis. Literally, uh, uh, they uh, you know, they camped together and everything. Uh, and uh, uh, these were the ones who were responsible for producing the New Testament, the twelve apostles. Number to call? Area code 866 Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss looking at a topic somewhat controversial, which is that our apostles for today, 14 facts that destroy the restoration movement. That says that we must have apostles in the church today or the church is incomplete. No, it's not. The apostles did their job uh, and they're with us. Uh, their presence is felt in the New Testament, which they, they wrote. Uh, And there are no apostles today. And if a person calls himself apostle, well, they need to make a differentiation because there's not a single apostle today who has the kind of authority and power that was given to the apostles in the New Testament. Number to call? Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 building the a Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Any question you have, a question about the Bible or theology that you would like to have answered, just call that bad boy in, and we'll give you an answer the very best we can. All right. So we're looking at one fact for sure. Jesus Christ Himself selected the apostles. He selected them, right? Okay. And they, and that was done by Jesus Himself. Okay. Uh, all of them were selected by Him. Notice this. He promised them they would sit on 12 thrones. Yeah. That's right. Jesus promised the 12 apostles that they would sit on 12 thrones. That's exactly right. Okay. How do we know it's exactly right? Because that's what the Bible says. Our teachings come from the Bible, not from make-believe. Okay. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 28, it says in verse 27, Peter got us into this by asking a question. Uh, when Peter heard it, uh, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who can be saved? So we got into talking about that. And Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Then, verse 27, Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all, and follow thee. What shall we uh, have therefore? Talking about the the apostles. We've forsaken all and uh, followed you. What are we going to get? And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit on the throne of his, uh, of his glory, you also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Okay? He told this to the apostles. You also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. That's what he told them. Okay? So that is something that will happen to the twelve. The twelve apostles that Jesus chose, right? So we see then that they were given position. They were given position. He told them that. There's also something else he gave them, okay? And that is this, a very important point to recognize about apostles. Number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. 423 Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. If you have any questions that you would like to ask about the Word of God, that is the number for you. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'm talking about the Apostolic Office. You might want to ask another question about the Word of God. All right. All right, we've got Keith. Keith, welcome to
5: the program. Do you have a question for me? Happy New Year, uh, Pastor Emery Moss. Okay, so I wanted to ask you a question about. Yes, what's your question?
4: Hello? Oh, looks like we have. I beg your pardon? Okay, we lost you. Okay. Sorry, buddy, couldn't get you through. Give us a try back. Everybody can have a few technical difficulties. All right, so try to get back with us. Remember to call Area Code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air of Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And Tiffany wants you to know that when stuff like that happens, it's not her fault. All right, just keep calling us until you get through. Um, looking at some things that were unique. Uh, with the apostles, chosen, remember, by Jesus Christ, okay? Jesus Christ. He selected the apostles. Notice, this is something that we can demonstrate from Scripture, that he gave the apostles, and this is number three in our list, by the way, he gave the apostles special, miraculous powers, yes, that he did. Jesus did uh, uh, use the apostles in some really uh, uh, extraordinary ways, and uh, special miracles came through them. Well, say Pastor Mo, what are you talking about? Can you show me that in the Bible? Yeah, Second Corinthians chapter 12. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and in verse 12. What does it say? Okay. Notice the language here, very important in the text. Second, uh, Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, Let all of us go there. Second Corinthians, 12 and 12. Notice what it says. Okay, and we'll read into it. at verse uh, 11. Okay, I like to read into verses a lot, a lot of times. Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 11. Paul writes, "I am become a fool in glorying. You have compelled me, for I ought to have been commended of you. For in nothing am I behind the very cheapest apostle." Okay though I be nothing. Now, now, this is interesting, right? That here Paul says, I'm not behind the very cheap, cheapest of the apostles. Okay, uh, And, you know, even though uh, Peter was acknowledged as the big fisherman, okay, uh, Paul wants everybody to know that he is just as much an apostle as Peter or any of the rest of them. So that's what he's saying here, even though he was not counted as one of the twelve. Now, notice here at verse, at verse 12. 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 12. Here's what Paul says. Truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you. Get this now. Very important. Truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you. In all patience, in signs, and wonders, and mighty deeds. See that? He says, truly, the signs of an apostle. They were the signs of an apostle. They were given special, miraculous abilities. To heal. Now, God could use any Christians to heal, but he did use them in an extraordinary way. Because notice what they're called here in Second Corinthians uh, 12 and 12. Truly the signs of an apostle were wrought among you, as in all patience, in signs and wonders, and mighty deeds. Okay? So, you need to recognize this, that there was a special anointing placed upon the apostles of Jesus Christ. never to go... We're going to take a break, and we'll be
6: right back. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing were you lied
7: to when buying a timeshare and want out get the facts about timeshare cancellation call wesley now for your free information kit 800-881-4242 800-881-4242 800-881-4242
8: If you're thinking about replacing your windows, I want you to think about plastic. That's right, plastic. Most windows are made out of vinyl, which is just a fancy word for plastic. You know, the same thing they make those flimsy cheap outdoor chairs from, plastic. The same thing you put your sandwich in or they make water bottles from, plastic. Even expensive composite windows are really just plastic made with wood. Plastic window frames will expand and contract and expand and contract and eventually warp in Michigan's nasty weather blender. Here's a better idea. Call Performance Remodeling for heavy-duty fiberglass windows that won't warp, won't bend, and won't lose their shape. They look fantastic and come with real lifetime guarantees. We can do that because they're made from fiberglass, not plastic. Call Performance Remodeling today at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com and replace all the windows in your house for as little as $2 a day. $2 a day. That's 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com.
7: If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th. Journey through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world to see iconic sites straight from scripture. For details and to reserve your spot today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel.
4: Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Welcome to the Bible Talk program. We're going to go to Keith.
5: Keith, what have you got for me? Sorry. Hey, Happy, happy New Year, Pastor Emery Ramos. Same to you. Sorry if I lost your call earlier. That's okay. Um, yeah, but I wanted to ask a question about uh, Judas. Why did he portray Jesus, and was he considered uh, an apostle? And if he was, was he the was he the brother of James and the brother, a half brother of Jesus? Uh,
4: no, uh, that would be a different Judas. It's bad to, to be named after him, but uh, the, not the same uh, not the same guy. Now, to be honest with you, yes, he was chosen to be uh, an apostle. But uh, even though he was chosen to be an apostle, uh, all indications lead to the fact that the guy, you know, he was not saved. Now, why did Jesus choose him? Well, you know, uh, God uh, can use even his enemies, uh, just like he even uses the devil to wind up accomplishing his will, what he decided to do in the first place. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was chosen by Jesus Christ uh, to be an apostle. But even with that choosing, uh, there's some very interesting things about him uh, uh, that are said. For instance, if we look over at John, in John chapter 6, Keith, uh, I mean, here's just a devastating uh, verse that deals with Judas, where it says in uh, John chapter 6, verse 69 to 70, uh, and and I'm going to read both these verses, and we believe and assure that you are that Christ, the Son of the living God. Then, verse 70, Jesus answered. Now, look at this. Look at this answer, key. Jesus answered him, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? Okay? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So here, Jesus chose this guy to be an apostle, but uh, we can see he was guided by the devil. Okay? In fact, ultimately, in John 13, became possessed by the devil. So... Yep, yeah, but the, 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 most, the, the most beautiful thing about it, God can even use his enemies
5: to carry about his will. Judas was right, going to betray him, right? G- Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him, right? Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. He knew everything.
5: Yep, that was part of the plan. Okay, thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Good question. All right, that number
3: to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. We've got Mala on the line. Hello, Mala. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I have a a quick question in regards to what you're breaking down about the whole apostleship. Uh, so I have a, a cousin who I had a conversation with, and basically I was trying to help him to uh, to to realize that everything you're saying, but I couldn't articulate it. Uh, but basically, what I'm trying to say is that he told me that. Um, uh that his cousin had the gifts of of an apostle. So I, I could you kind of clear that up exactly, you know, uh about the gifting of a apost- uh, of an apostle that some believe, you know, that that people have. Well, in terms
4: of the, the gift of an apostle, that could be what everyone has in terms of going out and spreading the word of God everywhere. But that does not make you an apostle in the sense that we're talking about an apostle here. The apostles in the New Testament, first of all, a number of things they did that nobody, absolutely nobody else can do. First, number one, produce inspired scripture. What they taught, what they preached, okay, uh, is what is contained in the four gospels, okay? Uh, uh, So that's something they know. I mean, Peter as an apostle, Paul as an apostle, all these guys wrote the word of God. There's no man living today who can write something down and then clip it up in the New Testament
3: and say it's New Testament literature, can they? And can so they? uh my, my last, my last point, my last question was, um, uh, what? So, in, in regards to the uh, apostle, uh, you know, denomination, uh, how, how do you witness to that doctrine?
4: Well, no, all you do is, uh, my job is to tell people who believe uh, in apostles for today, I don't think it's going to necessarily damn them. It's just wrong. The Bible doesn't uh, say that is so. Uh, so, uh, I can, all we can assert is that the, the truth is that there are no apostles today who stand on the same footing. Uh, as the apostles in the uh, New Testament. It's just a, a fact. Nobody does. Because if we look at a number of things, uh, and you hang on a little bit, I'll give you some more. Notice here what, what Peter said. that only applied to a certain category of uh, folks. Second Peter 3. Second Peter 3. Now, this is the Bible. First, uh, in other words, it doesn't matter what people say, but the important thing is what the Bible says. Second Peter chapter 3. And here... Uh, at verse, uh, we should start here, at verse 1, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Now look at what Peter does here. And it says, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. Now you know that the holy prophets wrote the Old Testament. It was produced by prophets. And of the commandment of us, the apostles, of our Lord and Savior. What is he doing? doing He's comparing what with what? Hello? Yes, sir? Yeah, what is he doing? What do you see Peter here doing? He's comparing what with what?
3: Could you, could you repeat that again?
4: Yeah. It says, uh, Peter writes this. He says, that, and this is in Second Peter 3 and 2, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles, of our Lord and Savior. What two groups of people are he saying that the church as a whole
3: should listen to? He's basically, yeah, he's validating the the, the Old Testament and his authority to uh, proclaim what he's proclaiming as an apostle, right?
4: Right. He's, uh, He's talking about the holy prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, they wrote the word of God, and the apostles did as well. So the Old Testament prophets are responsible for the Old Testament, the New Testament apostles. The Old Testament prophets are responsible for the Old Testament, the New Testament apostles are responsible for the New Testament. No person alive is writing scripture today. So that is something that these apostles did in the New Testament that nobody can do today.
3: Thank you so much. That that, that was the, you articulated it with well, much more clarity than I would have ever been. Praise God for your ministry, Pastor. All right. Thank you. Appreciate your call.
4: We have a number to call here, code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Angela and see what's on her mind. Angela, long time no here. What you got to say, girl?
5: Happy New Year. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Same to you.
5: I thought you could have a special episode one day on your show about what's going on with the politics, you know? What do you think is going on? I mean, the little Christians and all that. You think that the Democratic Party might come at to the Christian community? I mean, it's like the whole Trump thing. You think it should be impeached? And what do you think the Bible says about all this, you know? You think people are just, like, putting that politics above that Christianity? It's like, I think a lot of people probably voted for Biden. Even Biden, people who are Christians probably voted for him, too. I just feel like... I feel like it's going to be the end of the world this year, you know?
4: Well, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. And uh, and unfortunately, I'm not into uh, uh, politics that deeply. I think for sure, though, that Christians need to vote uh, for Christian values. Uh, I don't think that um, uh, uh, politics are, is perfect. I don't think the Republicans are perfect or the Democrats are perfect. I think that we as Christians... Definitely should identify more with conservative values than liberal values. So that means I'm against things like abortion. Uh, You know, I'm against uh, prejudice and discrimination. Uh, I'm against uh, you know uh, taking people's uh, money. I think they should work. There's a lot of things we can be conservative about. Definitely, I'm not for gay marriage and things of that nature. But uh, uh, but uh, definitely, uh, politics uh, has its problems. But my, my commentary is, is, is biblical commentary. Our job as Christians is to uh, support the laws of the land when they don't violate what the Bible says and to vote responsibly if we think that there's some to be voted for and to pray uh, for all of our leaders, that they would do the things that God would have them to do. So that's all i got about that, Angie. Yeah, You need to talk to uh, Run to Win. Get down with Daryl. He can break down all that politics for you, but not Pastor I uh, Thank oh, you for calling God. Oh, okay. All right. Appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We've got Janet on the line. Hello, Janet. Oh, okay. She called. Okay, Tiffany. Then we can just move on then. But all of you remember, Tep- Tiffany is ready to take your call. All you got to do is give her a call at area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now remember, I'm not trying to build up animosity against people who say they're apostles. All I'm saying is something that I can demonstrate in the Bible, and that is that there are no apostles today like there were in New Testament times. Just not. Not a single person calling themselves an apostle can do what the apostles did. They can't. The apostles did it. And that's it. Um, We've uh, already given you some facts on it. Number one, Jesus Christ himself selected the apostles. Luke chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. He promised them they would sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. He gave the apostles special uh, miraculous power. Not to say that he couldn't heal someone through anybody's prayer, but when he came down to the apostles, special miraculous powers. Talked about in 2 Corinthians 12 and 12, okay? And the apostles, this is a big one, the apostles were to be obeyed just like the Old Testament prophets, right? Because both of them wrote Scripture, yes, okay? 2 Peter 3, 1 to 12, Luke eleven forty nine talks about that, right? So we need to realize it. Also, there's some other qualifications, and the more we see these qualifications, the more of a gap comes between people who are saying they're apostles today and the apostles that we see, actually, in the New Testament. Let me go on, okay? But as I go on, if you've got questions, don't wait. Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Henry Moss. Uh, let's look at point number five, okay? Uh, here's something, in fact, I'll just read the text, and you'll see here what separates... Um, the apostles today, from uh, the apostles in the New Testament, uh, and what became a criteria for being an apostle. First Corinthians chapter 15. Paul once again breaks it down. He breaks it down for us here, where uh, he writes to us in First Corinthians chapter 15. Uh, he says, "Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach. This is Paul." Uh, uh, which also you received, and wherein you stand, and which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you believed in vain. Okay? Then he says this, verse 3, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, as Peter, and of the twelve, after that, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present. But some have fallen asleep. And he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. Do you see this? Okay. He was seen of James, then all the apostles, all of the New Testament apostles had to have seen the resurrected Lord. That's one thing. Then they were called by him to the apostolic office. And notice what Paul says now. What he says is right here in 1 Corinthians 15. You in your Bible. I'm not making it up. It's in your Bible. Where he says in 1 Corinthians 15:6. After that he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain until this present, but some have fallen asleep. Now that doesn't mean that all of them became apostles of the five hundred. But from that group, he could pick apostles if he wanted to, because they'd seen the resurrected Lord. Then, verse 7, after that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also as one born out of due season. Now, actually, uh, here Paul says he was last of them, right? And last of all, he was seen of me as one born out of due season. Uh, What is he saying? Basically this, that if you are an apostle, you saw the resurrected Christ. He appeared, he would have to appear to you. That's what happened to Paul on the Damascus Road. That's what ex- was experienced by the apostles when Jesus rose from the dead. Clearly, you had to have seen the resurrected Lord in order to be an apostle. In fact, that was so necessary to look over at 1 Corinthians chapter 9. What do we see? Okay. What do we see? where uh, there were people, let us say, maybe hassling Paul a little bit about his apostleship, okay? kind of uh, talking about him or not uh, putting him on the same level as the others. Here's what he wrote. 1 Corinthians 9 and 1. He says, now listen to this, and uh, ask your apostle if he fits in this category. Okay? 2 uh, Corinthians 9 and 1. Am I not an apostle? Am I not a free, okay, because he was free, he's a Roman, have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Mm. Notice he puts that there. Okay, Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubtless I am to you, for the seal of mine apostleship are you in the Lord. In other words, in order to be an apostle, you had to have seen the resurrected Christ. That was something that had to happen. That's what happened to all the apostles, okay? and it happened to uh, Paul as well. So we can see then that the apostles uh, had authority that was uh, unique, and also they had a witness that was unique. They had to have seen the resurrected Christ. Number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight To be on Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Going to take a break and I'll be back and answer this last question I've got.
8: Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model in one color with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows or one kind of roof or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturing, and styles of windows roofing and siding whatever you want whatever you need whatever is best for your situation we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price no pushy salespeople, no one size fits all solutions we also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee which means as long as you are in your home you pay for nothing ever again Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com.
1: This is Daryl Wood. By now you've all heard me talk about My Pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want and they maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium My Pillow for 29.98, regularly 69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98, for a queen-size premium, but Mike's extending its 60-day money-back guarantee to March first, twenty 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUN2WIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and use the promo code run to win at checkout.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world is mypillow.com.
4: Number to call area code eight four two nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six nine five seven eight.
2: I understand we've got Janet on the line. Hello, Janet.
4: Hey, hi. Well, hi, Janet. What's your question?
2: <laughs> My question has to do with resting on the seventh day, um, absorbing the Sabbath. Are uh-huh. we as Christians supposed to? And I guess you know I have. Confusing thoughts on that. I remember as a child, we used to go to my aunt's house and we couldn't skate, we couldn't listen to music, we couldn't do anything except sit all day because we were supposed to observe the Sabbath. <laughs> so, today as Christians, are we supposed to uh, rest and um, not do anything on the seventh day of the week?
4: Uh, I don't think so. Now, uh, there are some who practice Sabbath day worship, uh, uh, like the Seventh day Adventists and some others, as a Seventh day Baptists. But in terms of the scriptures, uh, to, uh, to saying that that is mandatory today, uh, I don't think that that's uh, the best so. But what I say does not matter at all, Janet, unless I can take you to Scripture and show you what the Bible says. Only the Bible is what's important here. Okay? Let me tell. Let me tell you why. I, now, I think that any day a person worships is fine, but in terms of it uh, being mandatory. Uh, 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 to worship the Sabbath day I think that that has been fulfilled by Jesus Christ now I'll tell you why first of all one passage is over in Colossians and in chapter uh, 2 verse 16 very important scripture here Paul writes it he says let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day that meant any holy day or the new moon of the Sabbath day, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. So in other words, no longer are we bound by a, a day. Jesus Christ has fulfilled all of that, okay? okay? He says, which are a shadow okay? of the things to come, but the body is of Christ. Now, but I think that there's something even more clear than that, and that is found over in Romans chapter 14. And this, also written by Paul, this is about as clear as it gets, right? Where, and we'll pick up on some other things uh, since you called going through there. We'll give uh, We'll also talk about the the holy, so called holy diet program that people try to follow. It says here in Romans chapter fourteen verse one, "Him that is weak in the faith, receive you, but not to doubtful disputations. Now listen here: for one believes that he may eat all things; another who is weak eats." Herbs, okay? Let not him that eats despise him that eats not. And let not him which eats not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. So therefore, the dietary rules in the Old Testament, in Leviticus, they've been satisfied, right? Uh, In the New Testament, that's fulfilled. Your your diet uh, plan can be more open now. But what you're talking about is the days, right? Look at this one. Romans chapter 14, verse 4. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Yes, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. Here's what you're looking for. These are some powerful verses. Okay? And, and, and uh, definitely Paul would never have said this, except for the fact that the Sabbath has been fulfilled by Christ. Here's what he says. Romans 14 and 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Verse 6. He that regards the day, regards it unto the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. He that eateth each to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he that eats not to the Lord, he eats not and gives God thanks. So in other words, what that is basically saying is that any day you worship Jesus is acceptable now. That's exactly what it says. What does that say to you?
2: Uh, it sounds like um, not to judge others who may decide Sundays the day <laughs> and not to judge others that may think Tuesdays the day. Um, there, you,
4: there you go. Now, what happened was the um, uh, the Jews had a lot of meetings, the Christians, uh, they had a lot of meetings, but they did gather on the first day because that's the day Jesus rose from the dead on. So they would naturally gravitate, just like when someone always remembers the day of their anniversary. When Jesus rose from the dead, they never forgot that, and so that's when they uh, celebrated uh, the Lord's Supper. But nothing is wrong if someone wants to worship on Saturday. The only problem is, if you condemn someone for their day of worship, then Romans 14 is condemning you. Because it's real clear, one man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day, regards it to the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. That's about as clear as it can get.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. Um, Could I ask you just one more question? Certainly. I, I have, I sit down and read the Bible, and I usually have more questions than answers. So I have all of these index cards. With questions. (laughs) Can you recommend a book or a way that I can do some Bible study at home so I can try to get a better understanding of things?
4: Yeah, I can. If you've got a book on questions, what you can do is get uh, uh, books on the hard sayings of the Bible. There's a number of them which contain answers to uh, uh, Bible, uh, Bible questions. Uh, In fact, the next time I'm on the show, I'll give you uh, the list of at least three good books you can get on that issue. But at the same time, uh, what I need you to do, uh, Janet, is to call this program. Get your book out and ask the question. I need your questions. It makes this program work.
2: Um, I call at least three times a week, so I'm sorry, but I have a lot of questions.
4: (laughs) I want them all. That's what the Bible Talk program is for. Listen here. Call those questions in. I'll, uh, I'll make you a permanent fixture on this show. I need to have those questions.
2: I appreciate that. I will definitely be calling back.
4: Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> that number to call, area code 866 423 9578. code 866 423 9578. Be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Amy Mossman. Take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. According to a new report, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu secretly met with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. The significance of this is hard to overstate. It may very well lead to the normalization of relations between Israel and the Saudis, the next phase of the Abraham Accords. The meeting was brokered by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, one of the leaders of the Middle East peace process, and was only possible due to the administration's openness to Israel and firm stance towards Iran. After the undeniable success of the Trump-Pence-Pompeo Middle East strategy, Biden has picked Jake Sullivan as his national security advisor, a leader in appeasing Iran in the Obama administration. It's a clear signal that Biden intends to return to the failed foreign policy of the Obama years. The Middle East is an absolutely vital region. It would be dangerous for the Biden administration to turn back now. I'm Jerry Boyer.
6: Today, we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or... You'll pay nothing.
7: Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. That's 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska cruise with Alistair Begg, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers
1: and worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story and singer-songwriter Michael O'Brien. Share how Christ is deepening your faith in this once-in-a-lifetime teaching and travel experience. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise coming in the summer of 2021 by calling 855-565-5519. Or log on
0: to deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere. Hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. 866-423-9578.
4: 866 code eight six six Let's go to Troy and talk to Dan. How are you doing, Dan?
3: Great, Pastor Moss. How are you?
4: Good. Good to have you on the program.
3: Thank you. Um, I missed part of your program, maybe it was Friday or so, where you had thrown out a challenge question about uh, verses in the Bible that referred to um, uh, how no one has seen God at any time, that kind of thing and yet there's other verses that talk about how people saw the Lord. And I just missed that whole segment. Uh, Is there any way you could give me a quick um, (laughs) recap of that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sure
4: can. I sure can. Basically, uh, there are uh, uh, two places we could could look at that would help us to um, uh, get the whole picture, even though I used a few more uh, the other day. But basically, if we go to Exodus, and in Exodus chapter 33, Um, where uh, the caption uh, in the Bible is, Moses beholds God's glory. Now, I must say, it was pretty audacious of Moses to ask this, but he did. He was so close to God, he asked it. Um, uh, If it was me, I'd probably be shivering, (laughs) but I'm not going to be able to say anything. But uh, we see here in Exodus chapter 32, verse uh, 11, where it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaks unto his friend." And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle, okay? And so Moses kept talking to God, He had verse 12, and Moses said unto the Lord, see thou sayest unto me, bring up this people, okay? Now he's talking to God like this, he talk, they talk to each other like, you know, like they're friends. Uh, you, say, uh, you sayest unto me, bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me, yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou... Uh, has also found grace in my sight. Then uh, Moses goes on; he gets bolder and bolder here with these questions. Uh, Dan says, "Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, and I may find grace in thy sight, and consider this nation uh, is thy people." And he said, "My." Then God said back to him. After he heard it, God knows where he's going. He said, "My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest." Then Moses kept talking. And he said unto him, If thou presence go not with me, carry us not up from hence. Isn't that something to say to God? Well, if your presence ain't with me, God, stop me right here. Okay? Then verse 16, For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are from the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, okay, Verse 17, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Okay? And then verse 18, this is what Moses asked him directly, and God knew he was leading up to this point. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. What Moses wanted to see, he wanted to see God. He'd been hearing his voice. You know, seeing him, uh, uh, or at least uh, him revealing himself in various ways, but he wanted to see him. He wanted to actually see God. So he said, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. That's what God told him. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said that he told him this, I'm going to show you my glory. Moses, you will see my glory. But, verse 20 here in uh, Exodus 33 and 20. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. What he meant by that was this, okay? He said, No man can see me as I actually am in all my glory. In other words, we can see his for glory, but just like we can't stand directly at the sun, you can't see God unless in some way he builds himself. So he's going to show Moses as much of himself as he can. So he says at verse 20, and he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Okay? On this side of heaven, we can't see him in all his glory and live. Verse 21, And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass, before my glory passes by, that I will put thee in the cliff of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand, and I will pass, and I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. That part in Hebrew meant his receding glory. Okay, that's what he allowed Moses to see, is his glory, still not as he actually is, because no man can do that and live. Uh, that gets us into the First uh, Corinthians uh, 13 passage, when we're in heaven, uh, we will we will be able to see God in all His glory. But uh, so he saw God, but he wasn't able to see Him. In all of His glory, because no man can do that in myth. So, what we call that is when you get a vision of God. Dan, we call it a theophany, okay? Uh, uh, where God uh, anthropomorphism, where God appears uh, in human form, or, or His hand writes on the wall, like He did in the times of Daniel. So that's how we explain that.
3: Okay, excellent. That's uh, uh, very interesting and very informative. I thank you so much for that, Pastor Moss.
4: And call anytime. You're a great caller. Those questions like that is what keeps this program going. Thank you. All right, that number to call, air code 866-423-9578, even though we're almost out of time. But remember, there's always another day, and Bible Talk will be here for you, especially if you give to support this ministry. All you've got to do is send your donations to PO Box, is 05877 that's P.O. Box 05877 Detroit, Michigan 48205 that's P.O. Box 05877 Detroit, Michigan 48205 uh, any donation you send keeps us going remember we, uh, it costs us $2,000 a month to uh, uh, to do this radio show so we do appreciate all of your giving and uh, make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries remember tomorrow our prophecy class uh, will be um, online. All you've got to do is go to uh, strictlybiblical.org. What else do they push on, Sister Moss? The strictlybiblical.org homepage. The homepage. Just there. It's at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. It starts at 11 o'clock, so the Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries homepage can tell you how to hook up to that class. It's going to be from 11 to 1230. We're dealing with biblical prophecy, and you, my friend, are invited to that class. We appreciate, we'll appreciate your presence there very much. Do remember also that we, uh, even though we're not meeting at church and if you want to find out about when we will be opening, all you've got to do is call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And uh, you'll find a message uh, left there that will tell you about the steps we're taking to get our church completely ready to open, dealing with, uh, of course, all the regulations that the CDC has. and There's a number of them. And so we're putting man and resource behind getting that together. But until then live. Uh, you can catch our program on strictlybiblical.org, Sunday service at 11 o'clock. We'll, we'll be there and ready for you. Our uh, prophecy class uh, uh, on Tuesday uh, from 11 until 1230, Monday night Bible study, and also Bible studies during the week on 1500 WLQV. Definitely, we look forward to hearing from you. Okay, Bible questions is our business. Okay? Uh, the best questions that you have. What we want to do is give you the very best answer that we can give you. And now, I'm not playing around. I'm giving you direct apologetic lessons, lessons that can help you defend the faith. Uh, a lot you need to know, and it's going to be found right here. Uh, and we look today at the apostolic office. We didn't finish it. We're going to finish this and next program. Till then, keep you reading your Bible. This is Pastor ma saying bye-bye to Tiffany and to the rest of you. God bless you. We'll see you next time.